All right, we're in the Shoot to Hunt podcast somewhere in northern Idaho. And uh, this room that they built, Jake doesn't do, Jake Mason and Maddie don't do anything half-assed. So this is our initial podcast, kind of tell you what Shoot to Hunt's going to be about. But uh, first, I want to talk about the room. They put a lot of effort into this podcast room. If you go watch the video uh, on shoottohunt.com, you'll see a very, very overdone podcast room. <laughs> we don't do half-ass. No. It's funny, too, because I told I told Tanya, I was like, me and Jake are going to do a podcast. And, and the first thing that she kind of brought up was, well, Jake's going to go full send on that room. Fuck yeah. And here we are. Here we are. <laughs> so, Jake, on the podcast, there's lots and lots of podcasts out there. There's lots of, you know, somewhat shooting podcasts. There's lots of hunting podcasts. And in, in your vision of this podcast, what, what do you foresee it's going to be about? I'm excited to be able to be the one asking the questions, first of all. When we, uh, you know, we'll just say we already did the Ace Barrels interview, which was kind of our first our first deal was off-site. Uh, it wasn't in this room, but being able to talk with a barrel manufacturer and ask the questions that I wanted to learn about what is hand lapping? How is that done? Things like that. you know, watching them put rifling in a barrel and yeah. Yeah. Getting to the actual nuts and bolts, hand on, hands on part of the podcast. You know, we did do that one with Ace Barrels and the cool part about having a podcast and the, the, you're talking about asking the question is, there's all these myths and fallacies and it's what matters, what doesn't. And you can actually ask somebody that's built hundreds and hundreds of barrels what's real and what's not. That's yes. what I like about pod. You can get, you can cut out all the bullshit. Yep. Direct to the source. Yep. And then we can also, another thing we want to highlight is, you know, our, our hunting stories because obviously we're hunters. That's the whole part of the podcast. We hit, we'll have, you know, we'll have Mason on, we'll have say, Tanya on. We'll have, you know, it's basically a feedback of the hunt. Mm-hmm. And uh, it'll be fresh in our minds. And you can, the cool thing about this awesome room is you can just walk in here, hit record and say what's on your mind yep. when it's fresh. Because if you go a couple weeks from a hunt it all becomes a little grayish. Mm-hmm. You so, lose the fine details. Yeah. Yeah. And especially if you do multiple hunts or you're gone quite a bit, like we are, it's, it's, uh, I don't remember what I had for breakfast yesterday. I, th- I heard you say that last <laughs> week. So that'll be the cool part is be able to come in here and get right to it. But back on the actual manufacturer side, what's cool is, you know, I come from the rock side background, more of the, the hunting review side. You come to the nuts and bolts, putting it together and actually see what works on the ground day in and day out. So I think we'll have a yin and yang as far as what I think and what you think. Because mm-hmm. I know we have a little different uh, on actions and barrels. We have a little bit of different difference mm-hmm. of opinion. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so we build a lot of hunting rifles. We do the ammunition. We make components, sell components. And we get to interact with a lot of hunters like yourself who are out you know, looking for a new rifle or a new cartridge. Uh, we hear a ton of information about bullet performance because guys will come in and they'll have a story about, hey, this burger exploded on me. This is what happened. You know, what would be a bullet other than a burger bullet or the, or any other bullet brand specifically? Um, but, yeah, just a, I would say a source, you know, you could picture a, a bunch of different feeds of information coming mm-hmm. into one central source. So we're mainly working with hunters day in and day out. You're, you know, the best hunting forum on the market. So you get to you get to read all that stuff guys are talking about and we can bring all that together. And like you said, try and, uh, get rid of some of the fallacies and, and the misnomers and the, the bullshit in between <laughs> the manufacturers and the consumer and, and try and give some, sometimes some no frills information, maybe make some people mad and, <laughs> and yeah. 
If you go and watch or listen to the earlier episodes of the Ammo Deconstructed, that's we're going to finish up that series, and that's what the podcast is is going to kind of focus on, especially in the first ten to fifteen episodes. And we're going to bring in the rifle deconstructed part of it. Mm-hmm. So we have a, a remaining list of episodes for the the Ammo De- Deconstructed series. I think was pretty popular with people. They Absolutely. you know they listen and re-listen. Uh, we still have. Uh, you know, models to talk about, rifle dope, load development, headspace and throating. Uh, we'll bring on some different gun builders just to talk about specifically throating for dummy rounds, uh, specific bullets and, and overall lengths. Uh, we didn't talk about powder and primers yet, uh, cartridge and bullet selection, and even component shortages and compiling load data using things that, that may not may not have been mainstream before, but they are now because people are really digging deep to find this powder or that powder, mm-hmm. things like that. So that will, I think that'll finish out the, the ammo deconstructed series. And, and then we, we, we get a lot of requests from guys looking to build their own rifles, somewhat garage made, let's say, but more about, they want to order some of their own components. Maybe there's a black Friday deal or something going on and they don't know how to order a barrel and they don't know how to order a stock. And what the differences are in, in different actions and, you know, really what they should be looking for. Uh, so we thought about a rifle deconstructed series and, and we're going to take a different approach where we're going to, we're going to take a bullet. Like I want to shoot a 215 hybrid at 3000 feet a second. And we're going to talk about how to reverse engineer the rifle, knowing what bullet you want to shoot at a specific velocity. For example, if you wanted to, if you want that burger 215 at 3000 feet a second, you know, you can do a, let's say a a 30 inch barrel with a 300 WSM mm-hmm. or you could do a 26 inch barrel with a 300 wind mag, or you could do a 22 inch barrel with a 300 PRC, or you could do an 18 inch barrel with a 300 Norma. So by changing the horsepower that's behind the bullet, you know, then once you figure out the cartridge, then you have a barrel length that's needed, then you can establish a twist rate and then work your way back. So that's, I don't want to get in too much detail, but mm-hmm. I think it'll be really valuable for the listeners to, and we're going to divide that up into into different different sessions and episodes, so you can listen to just let's say a stock and barrel one, something like that, and uh, give them some some resources they can go back and listen to when they're when they're looking at doing that for themselves. Yep, and we also have a uh, your gunsmith rifle builder guy. He is a really good bench rest shooter, so we're going to have a segment for him on on multiple different things that he thinks important as far as reloading and you know. W- all the things that matter in bench rest do, do carry over to hunting and what doesn't matter. We're going to kind of have a segment with him. That'll be really exciting. He's really excited about his five minutes, but he has, Blaine has a different perspective than, than you and I might, you know, he goes to the fullest detail of loading ammo to turning necks and weighing primers. So you can, you know, kind of have uh, both ends, you know, you got your garage loader who's doesn't even care which primer he's putting in there versus the guy that, looks at lot numbers of primers and is weighing individual primers, you know, we'll have kind of a full, a full perspective. Yes. He will be very interesting because we are, there's actually a thread on Rockside about a, pond, a, sorry, a podcast that Hornady put out about small groups mm-hmm. and there, what they said and what bench resters say, and then what I believe in, none of it's the same. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you were going to kind of talk about what matters to hunters and what's, what's just Waste your time. Yeah. Like, you know, do you really need that quarter inch group or is that five eighths or three quarter inch group good enough to shoot an elk at 500 yards? Correct. It's really not. I mean, these guys are trying to shoot three inches at a thousand yards with 10 shots. That's yep. a little bit different. That's not, everybody would love to have that level of accuracy, mm-hmm. but is it really necessary to do what your style of hunting might be? Does it apply to, to what you might be doing? 
Yeah. Yes. And then I do like that the, we can actually do real world tests because you guys can load any ammo. Because I see like say the seven S or the seven PRC just came out, and everybody's doing apples to oranges comparisons. Mm-hmm. It drives me insane mm-hmm. to where. If, if something's brought to our attention or if, if a caller calls in or somebody leaves an email saying, hey, this and this and this, does this, does this you know, add up? And mm-hmm. they don't. They're comparing the, the crappiest like 300 WSM. They're sorry, the 300. We keep we have a running joke because we did a podcast before and we kept saying, mm-hmm. So we have <laughs> I'm really Mason, trying not to do it. Anymore. We have Mason in the room and he's giving me number counts of how many times I've said it. <laughs> Yeah, so anyways, we can do real world comparisons to say, hey, you know, you take a 300 wind mag with a 225 or 215 grain, you know, burger hybrid. What is it really running against the 180 ELDM from a 7PRC? Because it's always like they use the crappiest version of the other case against the best version of the case they want to push. I think 7PRC specific. So we're all, we will... You hear this term ballistics, like all the guys in the in the market, marketing from Hornady, things like that. They're always comparing what the term ballistics from a seven rim mag with a 150 grain Acubon to this new seven PRC shooting a 180 ELDM with a ridiculous BC. And yet ballistically, if you just look at that and compare velocities and BCs, yeah, then ballistically it has an advantage. But when you have the option to custom build a rifle and custom build ammunition, is that really going to fill up your long action and give what the hunter's looking for? I'm always bigger is better. You're kind of going full circle. Let's say now you're trying to run this, the six arm yes. improved and, you know, see what 115 grain bullet at 3,400 feet a second will do to an elk where I like a big giant bullet so that my son can maybe shoot an elk in the ass and it still dies, that kind of thing. So, you know, the seven PRC, so in the market, they're looking at ballistics. They're always using that term ballistics. We don't, like I said, when we go through the rifle deconstructed series, you'll you'll realize pretty quickly that you can you can throat a seven rem mag to shoot a hundred and eighty grain burger hybrid and get more performance than a seven PRC shooting a one eighty hybrid just because there's more horsepower in the case. It's all about case capacity when you can custom throat and custom build your rifle and ammunition. Yeah. But I would say there's a there's probably a hole that was filled with the seven PRC for the normal market where the guy goes and buys his Remington 700 or his Tika and he buys a box of ammo off the shelf and he wants to go hunt. Yes, there is, mm-hmm. there is an advantage for, for box ammo and factory rifles, but custom rifle, custom ammo. I don't think the advantage is there. And, and on top of that, with, until, until great brass is available and we do testing, nobody even knows what that cartridge is capable of at this moment. So Peterson should be coming out with brass first. Hopefully we get to interview them next month and do a little little collaboration with them. But until quality brass like Peterson, ADG, Lapua comes out in a 7PRC and we can push it to the max, nobody really knows what that cartridge is capable of. Because Hornady brass is just, it's mid-level. Yeah, I would totally agree That was the politically correct thing to say. It's it's a little softer Mm -hmm. than what we're used to using. Stronger brass holds a lot more pressure. More pressure means more performance. It ain't fucking Bertram, but it ain't far off. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And another thing way down the road we're going to get into is a little ballistic gel testing. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to actually put gel, put ballistic gel to actual testing that isn't bought and paid for like we keep seeing online. Yeah. It, it'll be not you. You got a great shooter who can, who can do the test. We can load ammo consistently to compare from one to another and. And it's good gel, and, and we'll give real feedback. 
So yeah, so basically what you're going to get from us is real world results, real world. You know, we're not going to tell you secondhand. My brother's cousin friend told me that. We're going to have real results, stuff that's happened to us. That's the reason I went from a couple weeks ago, my buddy shot at elk with a 33XC that Jake had built for me. And then I'm going to go elk hunting this week with 6UM and see what happens. Because mm-hmm. I want to see it firsthand. Yeah. And I think that's going to be the difference. Like, do you need a 300 grain bullet to get the job done? We will find out. Yes, we will. So there'll be more to come. You'll see the Ace Barrels uh, podcast coming up after this. And then we'll jump back into the ammo deconstructed and then... Uh, We'll go from there. Yes, sir. You missing anything? Uncensored. Oh, yes. We're 100% uncensored, and we are not biased. What we think, you're going to hear. I'm excited. All right. Thanks for listening.